Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Transdime Group Incorporated, ticker symbol TDG. We're looking at Transdime today both as a subscriber request and because it's a business that is owned in very high concentration by a number of super investors. So both Brian Lawrence from Oak Cliff Capital and Alta Rock Partners have almost 25% of their U.S. listed portfolios in Transdime. David Abrams also has an 8% position in his portfolio. And Stephen Mandel of Lone Pine Capital just added nearly 3.5% in this latest round of 13F filings. So currently Transdime is trading for $618.01 per share. Over the past year, their stock price is down 4%. Over five years, it's a totally different story. They've compounded at a rate of 18% annually. Over 10 years, they're compounding at a rate of 16% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, Transdime is compounding at a rate of 21% annually over the past 16 and a half years. Very strong returns for their business overall. Their stock price is up nearly 23 times over this period. So Transdime is trading about $60 under their 52-week high. They're up more than $120 from their 52-week low. They do have some short interest around their business with about 3% of their shares outstanding currently sold short. They are a large business. They have a $33.5 billion market cap. For additional background about the company, Transdime Group Inc. manufactures and services a diverse set of components for commercial and military aircraft. The firm organizes itself in three segments, a power and control segment, an airframe segment, and a small non-aviation segment. It operates as an acquisitive holdings company that targets firms with proprietary sole source products with substantial aftermarket content. Transdime regularly employs financial leverage to amplify operating results. The company was founded in 1993 and is based in Cleveland, Ohio. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Transdime based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public about Transdime. It will also continue to improve and get better over time. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. There are two reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is gonna return approximately what its underlying business returns. And the second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by asking for 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based on the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So Transdime has earned pretty decent returns on capital over this time. They've always been above average. However, their business did see a dip in 2020 and 2021, especially with the big hit that the aerospace industry has taken. Over their last 12 months, they're averaging about 12% returns on capital and averaged out over the last five years, they're coming in at just about 13% returns on capital. So very slightly below that 14% benchmark we were looking for, but solidly above average. So this means that this is going to be an X on metric number one, even though their returns on capital are pretty solidly above average. They're just very slightly below that 14% benchmark we're looking for. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the cash coming into their business. We wanna see revenues, earnings, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are gonna be up for a check, or if even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. Over this time, including their last 12 months worth of numbers, Transdime has increased their revenues by about 50%. They've also grown their earnings by a third and their free cash flows are up by about 20% as well. So this is pretty decent and moderate growth across all three of these. It's especially nice to see that their free cash flows were high, even as the aerospace industry suffered from the COVID-19 pandemic. 
And so this is our first check on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at the company on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the past five years. For whatever reason, Ticker doesn't have their data from 2021, but we have the data from all these other years for their earnings per share. As we learned in the previous metric, they've grown their earnings by nearly a third over the last five years. Earnings, however, are only the numerator in this earnings per share equation. So at the same time, Transdime has diluted existing shareholders by issuing about 5.5% additional shares over this time. While ideally we wouldn't want to see dilution from a business, it depends on why they're diluting shares. If they were making more acquisitions and they were able to make value acquisitive acquisitions, then some of that shareholder dilution would be okay. Pretty moderate dilution at best. And it's definitely not as extreme as some other types of roll-up or acquisition companies have been. Even with their dilution, this is still going to be another check here on metric number three. Metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the past five years. So again, their free cash flows are up by about 20% over the last five years. And even despite their dilution, they've still managed to grow their free cash flows per share. So this is another check on metric number four. There are a couple of other points worth mentioning here. One is that coupling this per share growth with their pretty decent low teens average returns on capital, if they're able to maintain this for extended periods of time, then that's potentially one of the ways that a business is really able to compound their intrinsic value over time, especially on a per share basis which is what really matters for individual shareholders in the business. So combining above average returns on capital with strong per share growth can potentially be great for the owners of a business. And then the second thing is that ideally over 10 plus years or more, we ideally want a business's earnings and free cash flows to be roughly the same. And even though we're only looking at about four years worth of data here, that would seem to be the case in most of these years for Transdime. So we'd like to see this trend continue out into the future. In any case, it's probably better for shareholders that they've had slightly more in cash flow than they have in earnings over this time. And this would only be potentially a worrisome sign if they had a ton of earnings and very little to no cash flows. So that's actually one of the ways that you can potentially spot fraud in a business. You would have been able to see that to an extreme degree in a company like Enron, and that doesn't appear to be the case here for Transdime. So using a very broad stroke at a very high level, it looks like they have some quality accounting in their business. Again, this is just one data point to look at if you're skeptical about something like that. Then next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the company is utilizing leverage. So we want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that Transdime has produced over the past five years. Transdime, as mentioned, employs a lot of debt in their operations. They're pretty highly levered. They ended their fiscal 2022 with $16.8 billion in net debt. Over the past couple of months, they brought this down to about $16 billion in net debt. However, over this time, Transdime has only produced $4.5 billion in free cash flow. So that is less than a fifth of what their debt position is at right now. So although this is pretty far off on metric number five, and it does look like the business is very highly levered up, to determine whether or not this is potentially an issue for the business is another story. You would wanna do more research to understand what the business's debt profile looks like, what rates these debts are at, when do they reach maturity, and are they at fixed or variable terms? Those are all considerations you would wanna make before looking at a business. There are some businesses, especially with fixed rate maturities going out long periods of time, that could be potentially employing quite a bit of leverage in their business, but not be at as much of a risk. And there are other companies that are at the totally opposite end of that spectrum as well. So again, this is an X on metric number five. So far through our first five metrics, we have 
have three checks and two X's. Then finally, the big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this potentially gives us a slight risk premium to the rate of the 10-year treasury yield and will give us another reason to potentially be interested in Transdime. We're using their total enterprise value here because it's going to give us a more accurate picture of the business's economic reality than their market cap will alone by incorporating both their market cap and their net debt position. The picture we'll get is going to be more similar to as if the business were a private company. So currently, Transdime has a $50 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the past five years, they produced $4.5 billion in free cash flow, which means that in an average year, Transdime is producing $900 million of free cash flow. So when we divide their $900 million of average free cash flow by their $50 billion total enterprise value, that is going to give us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of approximately 1.8%. That's coming in well below the 5% mark we're looking for, and that is less than half of the 10-year treasury currently. This means that on a basis of their average free cash flows, this is going to be an X for metric number six. They've earned a pretty similar amount of free cash flow over their last 12 months. And so a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business based off of their last 12 months of free cash flow is also approximately a 1.7 to 1.8% yield. So again, on both a current and an average basis of their free cash flows, it does not look like Transdime is necessarily offering us the risk premium that we were potentially looking for here. Please keep in mind that this is just one data point out of the six that we've looked at. And just because this is an X does not necessarily mean that you're going to write off Transdime completely. It just means that based off of the business's abilities to produce cash flows, the business may be more appropriately valued currently. Then one thing to mention here is that Transdime has also paid out these special dividends per share. So they've returned quite a large amount of dividends in 2019, 2020, and even this past year in 2022. So if you're potentially interested in this business for its abilities to return capital to shareholders, you may be especially attracted to these special dividends. However, keep in mind that we did learn that the business uses quite a bit of leverage. You would just need to understand how management is going to be approaching capital allocation and understand how they're thinking about opportunity cost in terms of deciding to pay these special dividends versus their other uses of free cash flow. So free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business and a business can use free cash flows to buy back shares, pay down debt, make acquisitions, pay dividends, or reinvest back into the business. And then ultimately a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is ultimately what that business is going to be worth. So again, you just need to understand how management is approaching how they're distributing their cash flows. Then here we're using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Transdime. So starting with their current free cash flows per share and then projecting these out based off of historical growth assumptions for how they've grown their free cash flows since becoming a publicly listed business. So these are historical growth assumptions that you need to do your own homework on to determine whether or not these are potentially going to be applicable to Transdime going forward in terms of giving us a projected baseline estimate of the company over their next 20 years. So using a growth stage over the next 10 years where they keep growing their free cash flows at a rate of 13.5% annually, and then assuming a terminal stage out over the next 10 years after that, where their growth rate falls in half, then if we were seeking a 10% rate of return from Transdime, it looks like a potential fair value for the business would be about $337 per share. And using these same historical growth assumptions, it looks like from today's valuations, you'd be able to expect about a 4% rate of return going forward annually over the next 20 years. Please keep in mind that a discounted cash flow model, just like any other model in any other discipline, is going to have its outputs be sensitive to its inputs. And again, that you need to do the work here to understand whether these assumptions are going to be potentially applicable or not. Most importantly, 
This type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in summary, Transdime checks the box on three out of six metrics. They're earning average returns on capital that are just very slightly below that 14% benchmark we were looking for. They've managed to grow their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows over the past five years but they have diluted shareholders by about 5.5% over this time. Even still, their per share metrics are up. Then we learn that Transdime is employing quite a bit of leverage in their business. So this is relative to their free cash flows, and this may or may not be a potential concern. It would depend on how their debt is structured, when it matures, and if it's at fixed or variable rates. Then we also learn that both based off of their current free cash flows and their average free cash flows, relative to their total enterprise value, they're both giving us yields that are about half of that of the rate of the 10-year treasury yield. So it does not look like we'd be getting that adequate risk premium that we would ideally be seeking from Transdime. Then the company also does pay out special dividends. They paid out quite a bit in special dividends over the past five years or so, coming in with special dividend payouts that are about one-sixth of their current market cap. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Transdime based off of their historical abilities to grow their free cash flow since becoming a public business, which to beat a dead horse, you need to do your own homework on. We learned that from today's valuations, you could reasonably expect about a 4% rate of return going forward from Transdime, and that if you were seeking a potential 10% rate of return from the business, a potential fair value for the company would be about $337 per share. So Transdime did hit that back in their spring of 2020 lows due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So if you believe that these assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward, then you would just want to be patient. It does look like the business is able to get to these levels, especially during potential market dislocations like this. It's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So instead, this analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding of Transdime to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about the business going forward. If you're interested in learning more about the business, you can check out a variety of free or paid resources on the company. You can read write-ups about the business from websites such as Value Investors Club, or if you're interested in directly supporting the channel, take a look at the Seeking Alpha Premium subscription, which I have an affiliate discount link in the description below. Also, I'd recommend diving into the company's SEC filings. You can read through their 10Ks to get a sense of the history and the operating results for the business. Management will also lay out some of the potential risks that the company faces, and you'll get a better understanding of how management is approaching capital allocation. When you're finished exploring those resources, I'd also recommend reading through the business's proxy statements so you can get an understanding of how management is incentivized and whether or not that truly aligns with long-term shareholders in the business. Ultimately, as a value investor, you're trying to conduct this additional research as if you're going to own 100% of a business and you can truly understand its underlying essence and know what's important and what's not important for the company going forward. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Transdime and you'll be able to determine for yourself what a potentially reasonable intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Transdime Group Incorporated, ticker symbol TDG. Again, Transdime was a subscriber request, and it's a business that's held in large swaths by a number of different value investors. So if you enjoyed today's analysis, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Transdime with me, and have a great day.